Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Monday morning here. Lots to get into. Lots of ball. When I say ball, I mean football. Also, All-Star Weekend in the NBA. A lot of fun. Tiger Woods maybe make an appearance or two in the show as well. We'll have a lot of fun. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we dive straight in with our guy Jeff Schwartz over here. I tell you what. This isn't quite heavy metal music in the background, but it's close. It's the Kissing Cousin, and one man that I think of that has a fondness in his heart for heavy metal, Jeff Schwartz. How you doing today, bud? Hey, man, I'm just happy the over hit last night in the All-Star game, okay? Like, you know, I was looking at it. I was like, you know, I was like 329, something like that. I was like, you guys, like these guys don't play defense in this game. Come on, give me the over in it. Um, so, you know, there's still lack of defense last night. It happens. But uh, glad to be here with you, buddy. Uh, I missed talking, uh, talking football with you yesterday. See, that's a weird transition, right? You go right from lots and lots of football for weeks and weeks and weeks to like, boom, basketball. And then now basketball's off for like four days. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the Tradition hits you pretty hard. You know what? That is a great point right there where I never quite thought about how stupid the timeline is for the NBA. Why on earth would you have your all-star break right after the NFL season ends? What are you doing? I mean, that's your time reason. to shine. This that's the weekend where guys like you and me, Jeff, are like, "What do I do?" Remember, like Tom Brady had that meme, "What do I do with my hands?" Yes. <laughs> like that's how we felt this weekend, oh. and there was no real NBA. I mean, it's the same reason they start on on Halloween. It's the same reason they had four primetime game or marquee games on Christmas when the NFL played like the Packers, Cowboys, and Giants on Christmas. Like it's it's the same reason they never do anything. It feels like 
for the fans, right? I mean, yeah, like, wouldn't it be great to have to have had basketball Friday? And it was, obviously, there was a skills competition Saturday that was more entertaining than I think we've had in the past, especially with the dunk contest. And then, you know, the game last night, if you want to call it a game, sure. Um, you know, it was, as Jalen Brown said, a glorified layup line. Um, and, yeah, and then they're off, I think, till Thursday or Friday is when they start playing basketball again. And we're sitting here, sports fans, like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll de- dive deep into college basketball for the next four days. It's it's a miss by the NBA not playing the next couple, you know the next week basically. Yeah, yeah. And how about the Rock and the XFL? It's like, all right, cool. I guess yeah. maybe some sports fans that are looking for something to watch watch our product for a little bit. You know, it's not a bad weekend to launch. Is all I'm saying. I don't think that you adjusted your plans to watch XFL action. I'm just saying, if you saw, found yourself in front of your TV and there wasn't a college game to your liking, maybe you watched football for a couple of minutes. I, I, I'll tell you what. I had it on. Um, I will. Can I? I'll give you a quick, a quick brag for a second. I don't yeah. often talk to my son very much about like my playing career. He was I retired when he was two, and it just doesn't come up very much. Like I mean, of course he knows I played football, but explaining to him why I was too good to play in the XFL was pretty fun. It was. <laughs> it was <laughs> what did that conversation sound like? He was like, he's like, well, well Daddy, why like why? That's like, he's like, why can't you play in the XFL? I'm like, I, I'm like, uh, well, you know. I was like a legitimate starter in the NFL, son. <laughs> I was like, I was, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, yeah. I just uh, uh, so know, so was, you were you were too good for the XFL, Dad. Is that what it? Yeah, basically. That's awesome. Basically, he's like, he's like, you were. T-. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, it was one of those. I was like, he just was like, I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, son. I was, uh, he's like, well, who plays in the XFL? I was like, it's, you know, it's, it's kids, it's, it's players that were in the NFL. They're looking to get back in. And, you know, some college players that haven't made the NFL yet and they're looking for their, you know, their, 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 their chance. And so this is an opportunity for them to still play football and still chase their, their dreams and blah, blah, blah. And, um, it was, it was a fun conversation. It was like the one time in like eight years, he's eight and a half now. I was able to like brag about my career in front of him. So I, really, cool. I, don't, I don't do a lot of that. I don't just don't need to. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, it, was it was week it was four, son. I was polling against <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the, yeah. the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. It yeah. was a glorious block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like this. It was like no point. Like, what, yeah, I, just, I had this pancake block week seven, 2015, son. Um, so like, yeah, it's just, there's just no point to. So it was pretty funny to explain like the genesis of the XFL. Obviously, the the you know the USFL will start up in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I man, I try to put on some XFL. I mean, the, the, the scoring rules and the kickoffs and stuff are different. Um, but like the highlights right now on Sports Center for the for the All Star Game last night, there's like four uh-huh. of them. There's nothing even to highlight. It wasn't even like a thing. Like they just they just ran around the court and shot the ball. Like who, yeah, and it, yeah, I, and we didn't get the cool ending either because the last couple of years with the Elam ending where they have the target score, they don't play a yeah. a, a normal fourth quarter. It has been pretty exciting. It was just out of reach. Team Giannis came to play last night, but you're right. It was just, I do like, I'm going to sound super old right now, but don't get me wrong on this one. I do like how the old school all-star game, it was like a legitimate game. Those guys went at it. It was legitimate competition. And over the years, it's just turned into, eh, let's goof around. And some of that is fun. I did love where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Celtics teammates, 
at the end of the third quarter, they're just going one-on-one. That was awesome. Yeah. That was the highlight of the game, in my opinion. But, yeah, not a whole lot to take away. Damian Lillard, how he shoots from half court like he's shooting a 15-foot mid-range <laughs> shot is insane. So there's some fun moments. But what would you think about All-Star Saturday with the – Three-point contest, Damian Lillard won that. And Mac McClung, the legend of Mac McClung, coming from the G League, signing with the Sixers, basically so he could wear a Sixers uniform during the dunk contest. And he goes ballistic. He had three perfect 50s. It was awesome. Mac McClung definitely won the weekend, right? I mean, his dunks were incredible. You know, you, you wonder, like... Can there, you know, can we keep, you know, keep seeing new dunks, right? Like how much new can there be? And then he brings out, I mean, they call it a 540, uh, sure. Um, but, you know, a 360 essentially, right? He jumps over two dudes holding a ball. Like it was incredible. He, he brought the best dunks we've seen in a long time. And um, it was fun. It was entertaining. And, you know, you can always tell in those moments, you know, when, when his team, when when his peers, right, the other players in the league, like how fired up they are about it, right, and that yeah. kind of gives you a sense of of how much they appreciate it, which makes me appreciate it almost more, if that makes sense, right? Like, so yeah, I, I thought it was great. It was great entertainment, and I hope you know. And the Sixers signed him just for this. I don't know if he's actually going to play for them. I hope he does. It'd be pretty awesome if he does. Um, so uh, it was that was a fun moment, you know. Damian Lillard in his in his Weber State uniform, yeah, um, getting it done for the three point shooting contest. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I have this take about All Star Weekend for um, baseball and for basketball for the most part because you know the Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl. I guess it's the same same way essentially. But I just watch so much football that I never really pay attention to the Pro Bowl. Is that you know when we were kids and there wasn't such access to every game all the time. Yeah, right. right sure. That. All-Star Weekend for baseball, especially for baseball when I was you know, more of a baseball fan as a basketball fan as a kid, and basketball All-Star Game, it was the first time you saw some players actually play because of, of TV, right? Like, you got, I grew up in Los Angeles. Like, I yeah. was watching the Lakers as a kid but like, and the Clippers, but that's, like, all I got, right? So, you know, I would see the Lakers play the Bulls when they played Jordan, but and then on the weekends, maybe get a, a game or two of, of the Bulls every now and then. But it wasn't like you got a ton of watching Michael Jordan. Well, All-Star Weekend was like the time to watch Jordan play, right? Like it was a time to watch a bunch of players play that you typically didn't get to see play. Like in baseball, it was time I got to watch Ken Griffey Jr. The home run derby. Like I, right. I didn't get to see Ken Griffey Jr. play ever. And now, you know, you got to turn on the TV and go on social media and see all these guys play. And like for me, the home run derby, all star weekend, baseball weekend, like some of these things, like it's not as exciting for me at least because I watch all the highlights of everyone every night play. Yeah. And I don't feel it's as special to watch them play together in this environment because again, I just watched a bunch of NBA this past week. I just watched these guys all play all week. So maybe that's just me. I don't know, my own mind thinking about those things, but I, I, don't th- I don't feel the same way about these weekends as I used to for those reasons. No, I hear you. It's a good take, and I never really thought about it that way, but it makes all the sense in the world. It makes me think of when I was a kid. I'll never forget, Jeff. My dad took me out to grab some food, like grab some pizza. My yeah. uncle was in town from Tennessee, and we went out when the MLB All-Star game was going to be on. And I'll never forget. I, I don't know how young I was, pretty young. And we're driving to the place, And I was stunned 
literally stunned that cars were driving on the road. I'm like, what are these people doing? Don't they know the MLB All-Star game is on right now? And, but it was like that because of the lack of access. It's a little, a little bit like a, a peak in the past with Mac McClung in the yeah. dunk contest because he had played two NBA games in his entire career. Yep. And so there was no pizzazz heading in. You're like, Mac McClung, they got to use a G League guy? What is going on out here? But after he made his first dunk, and it was like, who is this guy, right? It was kind of cool not being familiar with him exactly. at all. And, and even if you were, I mean, there, you know, there were like tapes floating around of, of the tapes. That's not so old now. There, there was you know video of him floating around of you know, mixtapes of whatnot, of him dunking in high school and whatnot. But again, like... You had to kind of be in the extreme no to see have seen those. Well, I had never seen those before, and so yeah, the, the excitement of like, oh, this new kid here, right? Like, yeah, first time see that. That's fun, right? Like again, for a three point contest, yeah, yeah, I, I see Damian Lillard shoot every night. Like, I, like, I, like, I know he can shoot already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, that doesn't excite me. Like. Like it used to when, again, there were players that, you know, when, also when like Larry Bird was in the three point contest. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. It was like me for Mac. It was, wasn't this guy on the Lakers summer league team with he Austin was, yeah. Reeves? And it was like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he there. was. Yeah, there's, there's an article I read. He, he played on like 30 teams with like 150 teammates over like a year and a half, like some insane number, like or over two years, like just the amount of. Sorry, 30 cities, 30 cities and like 150 teammates. He's been in the last like two years, whether G League, whether, you know, uh, camp invites, whether it was, you know, NBA teams, 10 day contracts during the COVID year. He had a bunch of bounce bouncing around on 10 day deals. Um, And he's just kind of, you know, kind of slowly trying to find one place that'll give him an opportunity. Now, I'm not sure this will help. I don't know how much the dunk contest will help as far as mm-hmm. you know, actually contributing to a team, but obviously getting your name out there can never hurt. Yeah. And, you know, getting your, you know, getting national attention can never hurt. So I'm curious if this kind of jump starts a, a career for him in the NBA. That was the running joke yesterday that I was telling with, uh, Kevin Love, he got bought out yeah. by the Cavs. And the two teams that he was rumored to go to was either the 76ers or the Miami Heat. And it was like, well, Philly doesn't have room for Kevin Love. They got Mac McClung now. It's like, <laughs> but what a thrill for Mac McClung because two games in his NBA career and he was on center freaking stage. He's dunking in the dunk contest and all these stars are courtside. Giannis is like taking videos of Mac McClung. You've got Donovan Mitchell and Shaq. You're getting presented the trophy by Dr. J. Like what a thrill that had to be. That's awesome. That was really cool this week. I had no interest whatsoever. I'm like, what is going on? No stars are in the dunk contest. We got to resort to Mac McClung, and it was one of the best things for the dunk contest yeah. ever. It's crazy. But this is this is why we like sports, right? Like this is like this is why this is this is the story that we love about sports, right? A kid just kind of grinding his way through the system, right? Trying to find a place as a pro, uh, a little undersized, right? Just like kind of trying to find a, a you know, he, he's grinding it out, sleeping in, uh, you know, in couches and whatnot, <laughs> and trying to make it work. And then all of a sudden, he has this one moment, and it might not lead to to much in the end, but he has this one moment where the entire NBA world, all of us are watching him win a dunk contest when a lot of us 
didn't know who he was beforehand. Again, I mean, he had, you know, his name has been, had been circling in, you know, if you, again, if you were a diehard, you know, NBA fan, you, you probably seen his high school videos and whatnot. I'm, I'm, you know, not, not all of us pay attention quite like that. And that's what we love about sports, right? Guy kind of comes out of nowhere like that. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. Hey, still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razors razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right, we got a lot to get to, Jeff Schwartz. We got ball on the horizon. We got a little tiger stuff. Coming up next, man, there is a man in the sports world that I think if, Jeff, you could get rid of him, you would. We're going to compare notes. If you could get rid of anybody in the sports world, not like, you know, <laughs> like they're they're dead or anything, like they're just removed no, no, no. from the sports world, they need to die, who obviously. would you choose? I, I think I might know who's on your list, but we'll compare notes right around the corner. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. We're in for two pros and a cup of Joe right here on Fox Sports Radio. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been still on the off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz here on Fox Sports Radio in for two pros and a cup of joe. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. So, Jeff, Tiger Woods, he made the cut at the Genesis Invitational, finished up the weekend, uh, finished minus one for the entire tournament, tied for 45th, but it was a a blend, right? It was a mixed bag. It was good. At times it was bad. At other times it was ugly, but he made it through the entire tournament, which is nice. He had five bogeys in the final round, but mix some birdies in there over the four-day tournament, so... It's just one of these deals where I think we've gotten so much less crotchety when it comes to our expectations of Tiger Woods, and it's refreshing because, goodness, man, for over a decade, it was just about, he hasn't won a major. What's going on? Why hasn't he done this? What? <laughs> and now we're just happy. If he makes a cut, if he has a nice round, we're like, hey, look at Tiger. It's much more, we loosen the top button and it's just like happy hour now when it comes to our expectations with tiger but definitely don't don't hand your friend a a, a joke a gag gift though on the the opening holes (laughs) no no don't do that people very angry at you um so uh look i think we're happy that he finished a full a full tournament right like we're just excited to see tiger back on the prowl like this gets me excited for for augusta i'm like come on tiger like he did a flight played a full a full four days. He was in contention on Sunday. Obviously, wasn't you know the, the leader of having finished seventeen under, so it wasn't close to winning. But I think we like seeing Tiger back in contention. You know, playing on Sunday, right? Like it's for yeah. look for a lot of us, our golf fandom, and, and us my age, right? I'm thirty six, and um, a, a lot of us are golf. I think same with you, Brian. Our golf fandom is basically watching Tiger as a kid, yeah. right? Like that was my golf fandom. I was watching Tiger and Phil, but more Tiger. And watching him dominate golf for years and years and years as a kid. I was not a golf fan. I was a Tiger fan. And when Tiger plays, I watch Tiger play because I'm a Tiger fan. Mm -hmm. And when he's good, bad, I'm going to watch Tiger play because he can do things on the golf course that others still cannot do. And so when he's playing well, it's fun to watch because you kind of have that, that childhood attachment, that feeling from when you watched him play when you were a child. And so there's just something different about watching Tiger play. And, you know, I think people are rooting for him now because of, you know, his leg injury and and the comeback he's trying to make from that. Now, he probably will never win again. Maybe he'll he'll pop up and he'll win a, a tournament here or there. But getting through four rounds with his leg is impressive. He wasn't able to do that much last season. And now we'll see if he's able to compete the rest of the year. But it was nice to have him back in the tournament. Um, and it's good for the golf because oh, it's tremendous. for a lot of us, you know, again, we watch golf. We watched golf because of Tiger. And a lot of eyeballs were to the tournament this week to see Tiger. We ended up watching some really good golf and some golfers have some good rounds because of Tiger kind of was the reason we got to the TV. 
Yeah, there you go. That's a good point right there. And it is kind of crazy where you saw Tiger limping around a lot more yesterday on Sunday, the final round. And he talked about that. Here's one of the thoughts that Tiger shared after the tournament. The reality of it is I, I really, really won't be able to play much. I can do carts at home. I can, I can, do, I can do that. I can hit balls, chip and putt. But it's, as I said, it's time and attention. And go ahead and get in your 8 to 10 miles of walking in. And, and the concentration that it, that it takes. It's kind of crazy to me, Jeff, is I think you get used to other sports and you just don't have an equivalent, really. You know, like if you think about football, you couldn't say, oh, you know, I can still, uh, I can still whatever. I can still, uh, if I'm a linebacker, I can still, you know, make hits. I can make tackles, but it's just the walking part that is bothering me. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it doesn't so really it, translate, but it's true in golf. So, I this is a really bad comparison because I'm I'm not Tiger Woods, but I have I've had three surgeries on my left ankle. All right, I broke my fracture skin in my ankle when I was playing. I had a second surgery to remove uh, a couple screws that broke in there, and then I had a third surgery to remove a plate. And then remove um, uh, extra tendon I had in my ankle. It was giving me some problems, all within a year. And so that's the you know I'm a right-handed golfer and I don't golf often, fifteen times, twenty times a year. But like, dude, after eighteen, and I and I drive oh, a cart. Yeah. My ankle is destroyed, uh, like destroyed. Yeah, I believe. And it. and again, like that's just me like i'm like and i work out like i'm gonna, after this i'm gonna go to the gym like i like i stay in good physical shape i couldn't imagine having tiger's leg injury oh man and walking eight miles yeah and then trying to that torque on the leg when the yeah. way you know the way i'm not i'm not driving the ball with 117 miles an hour it's like 87 miles an hour right like i'm like i it, it so there's a lot of wear and tear that he has on that leg through four rounds i'm not surprised he was in a lot of pain but you know that he he can technically qualify to ride a cart on 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 I, that's the my he thing just won't is do it out of pride obviously right, well that's I, I get it man I totally get that it's just uh, for golf it's like if you could have Tiger extend his career like he can ride a cart man he just won't do it he just it's he a won't. pride thing I think I yeah hey man I get it and his goal is to compete in all four majors so hopefully that happens It'd be great for golf if that's the case. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Monday, maybe your Monday off with this being President's Day. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. In for the two pros and a cup of Joe crew. I'm Brian No, he's Jeff Schwartz. It's uh, one pro and a cup of no, apparently, today. <laughs> Jeff is what we're rolling with, man. I like it. Yeah, that works. That How works. about this? What do you have? I said that works, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it, it works. We'll make it we'll roll with that. If we look to the NBA, there was something interesting that happened over the weekend. So you have Adam Silver, NBA commissioner who on one side says public trade demands are corrosive to the system is what he said. This is So when you have star players making public trade demands, I, I want to be out of here. I don't want to be in Brooklyn anymore like Kyrie did. Adam Silver says it's corrosive to the system. Meanwhile, you've got players like Kyrie and Kevin Durant, among others, that say it's good for the NBA. It's fine. I'll give you a taste of what Kevin Durant had to say, and we'll compare notes. Here's KD. I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the the the, the news hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league, and that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. So um, I think it's great for the league, to be honest. Teams been trading players and making acquisitions for a long time. Now when – a player can, you know, uh, kind of dictate where he wants to go and leave a free agency or demand a trade. It's just part of the game now. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's bringing more and more excitement um, to the game. You buy that, Jeff? What do you think about KD, what he said right there? Is there a 100% chance that he has Google Alerts set up for himself? Or the way he talked about, like, the engagement going up and, like, news articles <laughs> mentioning right. him when he gets traded? Just like, oh, look, a Google Alert. The phoenixsunblog.org mentioned me, everybody. Um, look, I, yeah, you're going to get more attention with public trade demands. Um, I... I the thing about it is it, it doesn't really bother me either way, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a player's league. It, the players run the NBA. And so they're going to be able to to kind of get 
and control narratives better than other sports can. But here's the thing, though, is that Adam Silver, if, if you're upset about it, go go talk to the ownership that just trades the players as soon as they have trade demands, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, sure, yeah. If, if you don't want this to be the way the NBA is run, then don't have it run this way. Like, mm-hmm. If you're an NFL player and you say, trade me, now, it's changed a little bit, but for a long time, NFL teams were like, yeah, I know. We're not doing that. They said that to Baker Mayfield initially. Remember, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Baker went to the Browns and said, trade me. You guys are flirting with Deshaun Watson. I'm out of here. And they were like, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. Now, they landed Deshaun, and then they traded right. him, but initially, they're like, no, tough. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that. Um, and But the NBA allows guys to be traded when they have trade demands, and so... If the ownership, if, if the Nets ownership was like, yeah, we're not trading you, Kyrie. Well, let's stop. That will stop Kevin Durant from you know, asking out, right? <laughs> like yeah. it, it would. So if NBA owners did not acquiesce all the time to trade demands, we'd see less trade demands. Yeah. But to me, this is what the sport is. It's a player's sport, right? It's a sport controlled by the players. And so, you know, there are super teams that are that are formed. There are teams that, you know, players wanted to play with other well, there are players like them. We give them an opportunity. You know, Kevin Durant, it was his press conference the other day when he got to Phoenix um, talking about you know, being able to play with with Paul Booker and Aiden, like the ability to play kind of on this super team again, which he's really only played for, right? The Thunder and the Warriors and the Nets and now in, in Phoenix. You know, this is what this is what the NBA is. And yeah. so it doesn't really bother me. I mean, you know, Kevin Durant is certainly right. It does, it does give the NBA more oh, attention. Man. I'm not sure the attention is always uh positive attention but he's right attention is attention though i mean more people talk about the nba when kevin durant gets traded than when not than when he doesn't get traded yeah i i certainly see both sides of this because i can see from the player's standpoint saying let me get this straight so ownership has the power to trade us whenever they want as long as there isn't a no trade uh clause and most players don't have that you have to be around for a while to be able to even qualify for something like that so if ownership wants to trade you we're, we're traded so they have power, and we have power too now, so fair is fair. If we can exercise some of oh, our sure. power and force yeah. our way out, then yeah. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, Schwartz, right? Like That's what we're saying here. But the other side of that is ownership is saying, it's and it's the point that Adam Silver is, is highlighting, is public trade demands. If you publicly say that, you don't go to the organization and say, hey, man, I, I want out of here, but the, the media doesn't know about it. It's a lot. Of, there's a big difference between going public and saying, get me out of here. I want out sure. of here. And that hurts the value you can get in return. So I understand that side of the argument yeah. also. Yeah, look, what's hurting the NBA is the load management issue, not players you know, publicly demanding trade requests. Right. Like that, I mean, that, of course... You know, the doing so, demanding trade requests, obviously, you know, putting it in the media, depending on what market you're in, definitely helps, right? There's obviously players wouldn't do it. Um, you know, it doesn't help because, you know, the, the, the Nets owner gets mean tweets sent his way. I mean, he doesn't care about that. But, you know, the pressure becomes, you know, more public from a bunch of people when Kyrie Irving says, I want to trade, right? It just It just does. When you say it publicly and you make it known and it becomes more pressure to get it done because then the questions become asked nonstop to you, right? They become asked to your players and your coaches and your staff members and the ownership and it just becomes an endless mm-hmm. cycle of why are you trading them? When are you trading them? What, you know, what's your thought process? It becomes a, a distraction you don't want, right? Sure. But to me, the load management issue is, is a far bigger problem for the NBA than publicly 
players publicly demanding trades. Um, and that I don't have a solution for that other than shorting the season up, which I don't want to do because then everyone makes less money. But, you know, not knowing who's playing in a given night. I'm going to my first NBA game this weekend. Uh, normally, you know, I, I kind of hold off on NBA games till football's over. I just don't have time. And, you know, the Hornets stinks. I'm not really worried about who's playing for the Hornets. But, like, you know, I, I just don't know if the visiting team's going to play all their starters. It kind of sucks. Like, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, right. I, like, if that's your first game, you, you want to see the best the, at their like, best. The you last know, you game never I went know. to was, the, was Lakers two years ago. And AD and LeBron both didn't play. Well, yeah, like I'm not going again to Lakers. I, I, I didn't go this year. I didn't want to go. It was on. It was on the same. It was January second, so it was the same day as the Rose Bowl. I wasn't going. I wasn't missing football for. And LeBron played and scored like 45 points too. It was like a great game for LeBron. But like I wasn't sure. Like, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Uh... That's tough, right? Like and, you just and, don't know. And what do you do as a league if if a team says, uh, you know, he's got a calf soreness he's got some back tightness so you know like what are they gonna say no he doesn't we know that's bs like they can't it it comes down it it really comes down to the player pride and wanting to play yeah it's really there's there's nothing there's nothing the league can do there really is nothing um you you can't because you can't to your point like the injury report you just say you have a sore ankle a sore foot my wrist is sore my it hurt my finger like (laughs) And the league cannot dispute that. That's not worth disputing. Um, you know, the NFL recently, they, the NFL fined uh, Cam Jordan of the Saints $50,000 for faking an injury in a game. Uh, yeah. Like a week 16 game. They, they rescinded the fine kind of quietly about, a, about, I think, during Super Bowl week. And the reason they rescinded the fine is, you know, they, the Saints said he was hurt. I mean, how do you dispute that? Now, do I think he was faking the injury? It looked... Like he was, okay? <laughs> was a defensive it, coach who was like, yeah. go down, like was, wave yeah. it, go down right yeah. now. Tom Brady's on now, the field. But again, like if, if the Saints staff said, yeah, he, he had a cramp or yeah, his foot was hurting him. Mm-hmm. How do you actually dispute you, that? The answer is How you do you don't. prove it? Yeah. You, you, you don't. You, you don't prove that. So if you're, if you're, let's use LeBron, and he's sitting out in a game and the, and the Lakers say, yeah, he's got a sore foot. How, how do you... Right. Just prove that. And that's the thing is, it's one thing if it's during the game and let's just say there was a, a penalty attached to it. It's a 15-yard penalty. Uh, I mean, that's going to stand. You can't go back in time and redo that. But if it's a fine, yeah, that can be disputed and you got to prove it. And the NFL can't. Um, but that's the thing. If you apply it to NBA standards, when it becomes a fine, when it becomes a punishment after the game... Like you got to have something to support that. I, if you there's some sort of punishment during, the, I don't even know how you do that. What can you do? You you hit it. It comes down to player pride, and if players see the benefits of taking some nights off where they're fresh for the playoffs, they're extending their careers. It makes way more sense to make more money in the long haul. Like if they see all the reasons to load manage why wouldn't they you know and if there's no punishment there's no deterrent it's just going to continue to happen and there's no deterrent right because they're making money hand over fist right they're, like there's no there's no reason you know they're making tons of money people are watching the nba um and there's no they don't there's no they don't see any punishment from this like fans are still like again there's 
Oh, oh, Jeff Schwartz doesn't go to a game. Oh, my God. We have to change the policy because Jeff Schwartz doesn't go to one game a year now, right? Like, uh-huh, you know I mean? yeah. like, you know, like, oh, he doesn't spend the $200 to get good Laker tickets when the Lakers show up in Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like, it's not enough. It's not enough. But, I, but you know, but I really do feel bad. Like, I can afford, I'm lucky in a position where I can afford to, like, okay, I spent two, it was two, like, 250 right. bucks on a ticket. Or oh, it was, my son was there too. So $500 on tickets, right? I can luckily I, I can afford that. I can afford to, that to like that to, my experience to be crummy. But a lot of people can't, right? right? If you're if you're ever you know if you're if you save up all year to go to one game, and that one game is to watch so and so come to town, and that player doesn't play, yeah, that stinks, man. That's rough. That's terrible. And you're you're gonna lose that fan. You're gonna lose that fan because. Your star did not play, and I feel bad for that for that family that spent all thousand dollars to tickets and and driving and and fuel and and food and and whatnot hotel maybe. To, That's to a go tough conversation too. You were talking earlier, Jeff, about like expen- explaining the the end of uh, the Daytona five hundred to your kid, and <laughs> you know NASCAR in general, or like why you were good enough to not have to play in the XFL where you made it to the NFL and all that. Yeah, Yeah, but if you're having a load management conversation with your eight-year-old, that's not a conversation you want to have as a dad, you know? And there are a lot of dads having those conversations. Man, I'm curious what you think about the playoff picture, though. If you look at the West and how a lot of these teams are jumbled up, you start looking at this thing. Nuggets in first place right now, they're certainly going to be a tough out. The Suns, now that they have KD, he's expected to play this week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Kyrie now in Dallas with Luka. And I think the wild card team, the Clippers. Clippers are a deep team. They have their stars in Kawhi and Paul George back, but we're talking about the load management thing. Do they have the chemistry, the continuity when they're taking a lot of nights off? I can't wait for the playoffs in general, but especially out west. So Denver continually fails in the postseason. I don't know how you can really believe in them, even though they're the one seed right now. Like, what about their past makes you feel like they can beat the Suns? Right? I I, I don't like. I don't know. I mean, like, right? Like, it's not, not it, hope and, and prayer and wishing. I mean, the Suns' depth possibly, but you put the Suns together, and this next twenty-two games, they have 22, 23 games left. Is about finding their rhythm, right? With Durant, with Chris Paul, with Booker and Aiden, and kind of finding the rhythm. Now they, they're going to play seven guys, eight guys. That's about all they have. But in the playoffs, that's all you need, right? You yeah. Need more than that. So yep. it's finding the rhythm. Now they're going to probably get no higher than the three seed, but doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. Like just get in the playoffs, feel good about yourself, and then just make it happen in the playoffs. How about the Warriors? Get Steph Curry back at some point, just like last year, right? Get healthy. And then, boom, take off. The Lakers. The Lakers are two out of the playing game. They probably won't get out of the playing game range. They're probably between 7 and 10, but I think they make the playoffs. How about them? They just beat yeah. the Pelicans, finally, with a full kind of healthy roster. If they get all their guys playing, playing in the right direction, all healthy, oh, of course, always a question with with, with AD yep. and LeBron, they're going to make. They're gonna be a playoff team. No, are they winning the championship? No. no, but are you telling me that the Nuggets don't want to see the Lakers in round one? I know it, right? I and- know. Can you imagine like your round one matchup? You might have uh, the best record in the league. It's possible. Nuggets are right there. If you have the number one seed in the West and you have to face 
a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD, a healthy D'Angelo Russell, there are a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot better situations in yeah. your first round matchup than that. Yeah. So you know, there's a lo- the West is a, is a ton of fun to see kind of where these teams pan out. As I mentioned earlier, the Kings probably don't stay the three seed, but they're in the playoffs, so they'll break the, a, a big playoff. Big playoff streak. Uh, the Pelicans, I'd imagine, fall out without Zion in there as well. And the Eastern yeah. Conference is really, in my opinion, I mean, it's a three-team race, but really the Celtics and Bucks are the two teams I, I see coming out of the East at the moment. Um, just because the Sixers, can kind of same with the, the Nuggets, right? Like, great, great regular season, kind of fool's goal in the postseason. I think that... Uh... In the West, you're going to get a lot of Suns predictions, not just because you think they've got a ton of top-end talent, which they do, but you just don't want to sound like an idiot if you're wrong. You know, I think there are a lot of picks that are made that way where you don't want the Suns to make it to the finals when you picked the Nuggets or the Clippers. You know what I mean? So I think there are a lot of people who are just going to roll with the Suns. Where worst case scenario, if they're wrong, they don't sound like a moron if that's the I mean, way it ends but up. You have, but you have one of the best point guards of all time, right, who's obviously aging a little bit, Chris Paul. But you have the best player in the NBA, Kevin Durant. I mean, like, that's not a bad yeah. combination. Then you have Devin Booker, and then you have Aiden. Like, you have a, a good core group of players. I mean, it's easy to pick them if they're playing good basketball and, and healthy yeah. and they're entering the playoffs. That's the recipe, right? Like you typically have to have two Hall of Fame players to win a championship. That's sort of like the 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 baseline to, to win to win a championship. Dever doesn't have that as of right now, right? Um, and the Suns do, and and I could see why people would pick the Suns to win to win the championship. Plus, they've been there, right? They've been close, haven't been able to pull off quite yet. Adding, you know, adding Kevin Durant gets them even closer. The final push here after the All-Star break is going to be a lot of fun. And you mentioned the Warriors, the defending champs. It's crazy. I know they've had their injuries. Steph Curry's missed a lot of time. We get it. But to be 500 right now, 22-7 and seven at home, 7-22 and 22 on the road. Like We know they're the Warriors and they're the defending yeah. champs. and all. Best of seven series when you don't have home court? It's not yeah, going to be a deep run for them this season. It's not. They, they kind of strike me as a team that – is like disinterested in the regular season. Yeah. I, you know, I like, just, it doesn't feel like the season where they just turn it on where it's like, no, playoff not, time, I mean, steps back, we're good. <laughs> yeah, but it's Steph Curry. Like, you get the, I hear the you. squad back. Yeah. You, you're probably not betting against the Warriors. Um, in, uh, but the West is going to be so much fun in the postseason, man. It's going to be great. Can we get uh, Warriors Grizzlies first round matchup? Can we oh, make that happen? Be so great. That would be I'd tremendous. Love it so much. That's the one reason where I'd want Dylan Brooks to be around. (laughs) (laughs) Playing the Warriors. Everything else. I'm done. I'm done. He's costing me too much money. I bet on him. He stinks. I I bet against him. He's good. I don't know. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.